Hey guys, this is Jonah on your side. In this episode, let's talk about stress, how to deal with stress. And I know you guys must have heard or read a lot about how to handle stress, but you know, there might be something here that you might need to hear today, or you might get something new or something doable in your current situation. Who knows? So let's talk about it. It's for your own good anyway, trust me. <laughs> okay, so welcome to another episode. What is stress? You already know this. Stress is a natural reaction to life experiences, to make it simple. And stress is neither positive nor negative. Please note, in other words, it can be good or it can be bad. And the effects of stress actually change depending on how you handle it. So it's really up to you. That's why this is something that we're going to focus on today. How to handle it. But before we go there, we need to understand first what causes our stress. You know, especially during this pandemic, I know we've all had a lot of bad days. A lot of people have lost their jobs, their livelihood. A lot of people got sick, lost their loved ones even, postponed their trips, their weddings, their parties. We've all adjusted to the new normal, and it's been very challenging still for every one of us. And these life experiences have triggered, for sure, a lot of stress among us. So, to handle stress, identify your stressors. Is it your job, academics, family, love life, your financial obligations, health or politics you have to be fully aware of the root of your stress so you can be in control where is it coming from i've actually asked people on facebook and instagram a few days ago about their common causes of stress and a total of 71 people answered and 41 of them said it's their job that's more than 50 percent actually right and i wasn't surprised at all I mean, a lot of studies, a lot of um, journals and articles have said that job really is always in the top list of the most common causes of stress. So, you know, stress is given no matter how hard or easy the job is. It's inevitable. But you can always do something about it. Don't leave it unattended. Which is it that you can control and which is it that you can't? You know, most of the stress we have come from worrying about the things we don't have control over. You know, it stresses us out because these are things that we can't control. It's, it's beyond our control. Like your boss, your workmates, your pay. You can't just change them, right? But you can take control on things you can dare to control. If you can't change your boss... You can change your boss unless you change your job. You can't change your workmates, but you can choose who to spend your time with, right? You can't just change your pay, of course. But unless you work harder and aim for promotion or find another job that pays better, then you can change your pay. 
Stress doesn't come from what's going on in your life. It actually comes from what you think about what's going on in your life. So how do you see the things that's going on in your life right now? If you keep thinking of the things that you can't control, you'll never go forward. You'd be stuck right where you're at. Last year, I had almost let myself, you know, get stuck in a job that might have had triggered something worse. But, you know, if I did not take control of what was going on with my life, then I don't know, maybe you wouldn't hear from me right now. Or I don't know, I, I would have not made this podcast possible. This is actually a long story to tell and I don't think I have much time to tell you all, but I might just make another episode for this story in the future. We'll see. But to make it short, the job I had last year was very stressful. That I would come home crying on my toilet. I had no control over a lot of things in that job. But the only thing I found that I had control with was myself. I did not finish my contract. I stated my reasons like I was on trial. Yes. I packed up and left. As people say, if you're no longer happy with your job, then why stay? Go find something better. And I actually did and I couldn't be happier. I'm so glad I made that decision. But of course, it was not that easy. So you have to prepare. Don't just go in a battle unarmed, okay? Pag-ipunan or hanap ka muna ng iba. But if your options are limited where to go next, I suggest you consider staying until you find something else. Otherwise, the stress you have now may just get worse. It's hard to be jobless, especially these days, or especially if you have financial obligations. You know, you know better. Weigh your options, check your resources, take control, but don't be reckless. All right. So now that you have identified your stressor, is it the job again, the job, the family, love life? What is it? Your, your financial obligations? Is it politics? Is it your health? Now that you have identified the cause of your stress, you have sorted out things that you can control, like yourself, your time, your approach, how to do the tasks at work, there is one important thing that you need to control and change. It's the attitude. Yes. The attitude plays an integral role in handling stress. Because again, stress comes from what you think about what's going on in your life. So when you haven't even started your day yet, but you already expect yourself to have a bad day, you wouldn't really want to get up, right? You haven't even started working yet, but you already feel tired. You already feel like you're done for the day. Your negative attitude will drag you down. So what can you do? Question your negative thoughts. Why are you thinking about that? Why am I thinking about this and that? Um, to prepare for the worst? That's exactly what you are doing. You're expecting for the worst. You're worrying and, you know, worrying about something that's not even true, which is solely based on your own assumption. Question your negative thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts, okay? And your thoughts only gain matter when you let them happen. So choose. 
Are you going to spend more time on your negative thoughts or focus on the good ones? In that job I had last year, I would ride my bike to school for about 15 minutes early in the morning. I would use that time making affirmations about myself and about how my day shall go. I remember I kept telling myself things like, I matter, I'm useful, I'm confident, I'm strong, I will accomplish tasks today, I will help someone today, I will make one student talk to me today. I told myself just a lot of things while I ride my bike. And when going back home, I did the same. I would spend about 15 minutes thinking of how my day went. I would count the good deeds or the small wins I made during the day. Like today, I talked to one teacher. Even if my my Japanese is very basic, I figured out how to use the printer. Because, you know, everything's in Japanese. The buttons are all in Japanese. So yeah, it was already a small win for me to just be able to use the printer on my own without asking for help. And today I talked to one student and today two or three students thanked me. Today I cleaned my desk. Everything I thought was good, I counted it. And you know, the more I counted the positive things I had during the day, the more I did a lot of good things in a day. Like when I see magulo yung shelf, wait, I'll tidy this up. Pandagdag sa counting later pa uwi. I was, I was just collecting points every day. And if ever I messed up on something, I looked forward to having the next time because I know I can do better and I want to do better next time. I want to change how I was before. I don't want to remember myself being incapable of doing it better. So I want to change it. That's how I dealt with the daily stress before while I was staying in the job. I just counted the positives. Make points. If you mess up, recover. Then make points again. I just really competed with myself from yesterday. So if I made six good things yesterday, I will make at least six good things today or more. You know, when you start doing this, your disposition every day gets better and better. I'm telling you, your attitude is going to change positively and people will see that. Now, I've asked a few people about how they've been coping with the pandemic stress. And here's a response from Franz Correa. He's a content writer for four years now and currently based in Cebu City, Philippines. He said, Physically, I'm okay. There are minor conditions here and there. I get tired sometimes because of work. Yeah, it's always the work. But a good sleep takes it all away. He said, Mentally, I'm laughing it all out while worrying about the future. There's this constant worry that I might not achieve my goals because the world is so uncertain right now. The pandemic added a certain flair of doom and uncertainty to the people. Yes, friends, I agree. This pandemic also made me realize how much I'm taking some things for granted that I should have prioritized before. And those realizations spin into blame and self-pity. Hmm. Parang marami kang natatamaan ngayon, friends. If I leave unchecked, that can harm me even more. There are also constant bouts of grief when I lost my father to organ failure as a complication of diabetes more than a year ago. It's still painful, but I'm taking little steps to accepting that my father is now in a better place. I'm sorry to hear that, friends, but thank you for, for sharing that. I know 
a lot of people can relate to you right now. So I've asked friends, how is he coping with the pandemic stress? He just gave me a lot of answers. I think this is going to be very useful to you guys. He said, first, watching... Yes, first, because <laughs> I think he listed four here. First, watching Netflix content. There are countless series and movies that you can watch and relate to at times like this. If you want to be more specific, Thai rom-coms, Korean, and Spanish TV series are the real bombs! Exclamation mark. Yes. Yeah, I do agree. That That's really how I did before. I mean, right until now, how I cope with stress, I really just watch something that pleases me. If I want to watch something dramatic, go. Um, Comedy, go. Or thriller, go. Yeah, anything that can actually make you feel better, lighter, or more relaxed, then go. Remember, there is healing and laughing and crying. So, do what you gotta do. Number two, memes. Of course. <laughs> Thank God I have friends who share the same sense of humor as I do. I laugh at the simplest and funniest of memes. Yes. Memes are lifesavers at times. Sometimes when I'm exhausted, I'll just sit on the train and then scroll on my Facebook. And then whenever I see memes, they really just, you know, lighten up your day or even change your mood. They make you feel better. It's really the happy hormones. The happy hormones scientifically repair our bodies. So if you're happy, you know, um, just clap your hands. <laughs> no. So yeah, if you're happy, then of course, you just feel so relaxed. And, you know, remember that time when you laugh so hard that you, you even tear up because you just can't anymore. You just really want to laugh it all out. And you feel that natural high right after you had a good laugh. That's it. That's really how the happy hormones work. They just make you feel better. So I think memes, memes are really um, free, fun way of making yourself laugh. Okay. Number three, he said, Fran said, Writing and music. The stories I have in my mind are mine to write and tell. At least, I get to control what I write and how I want to write it. For music, upbeat and moody songs have been my comfort. Yes, I agree. Writing and music. Writing or expressing your thoughts or your beliefs in any way possible. Like in my case, I'm doing podcasting because for me, this is very comforting. Or you can talk to your friends or your family. Music, of course, music. I mean, science has explained it. So just really choose whatever works for you. Number four, he said, constant messaging with family and friends. My sister always video calls me every day. I have friends I can talk to about these pandemic worries. I still communicate with the rest of the family. Yeah, that's good. Communication, really. Talk to people who matter in your life. And for sure, I'm, I know they're going to be there listening to you. They're going to video call you. They're going to send you a message. Just really let them know that you're thinking about them. Now, here's another response from a lonely OFW in Japan. That's how she named herself. She said, I'm living alone now in a small quiet town. Literally a quiet place to live in because you could hardly hear a sound both inside and outside of the house. I only talk to my friends and family online. Yeah, this is true to all OFWs. 
true to all people living alone, it's so hard to be apart from your family, apart from your circle. You know, good thing we have technology, we have social media, we can always connect to our friends and family. Yeah, this is really good. All right, she said, talking to them somehow relieves my loneliness, but they are also busy with their own lives and I can talk to them whenever I want to. I'm just glad my boyfriend talks to me as much as he can, but he is also living in another country and we have a very big time difference. So it is just me, myself, and I most of the time. Okay, lonely OFW in Japan. You gotta hear this. You're so strong. Sometimes you feel like they're not available. They're busy, but actually, like I said, if you just let them know that you're thinking about them, I'm sure they are gonna make time to talk to you. Yeah. All right. She said, living alone with no friends near me or any familiar places you see in your environment is really hard. Yeah, that's true. I have to be very creative in entertaining my mind. I'm trying to give myself time to pause and appreciate life. I go to the park every day during the last summer vacation and I try new things or do things I love to do like cooking, painting, and illustrating. I also listen to music and listen to stand-up comedy specials on YouTube. See? Use media. Listen to music. Use YouTube. Use anything where you can satisfy yourself make yourself laugh or make yourself cry and of course be occupied do the things you love like cooking like what lonely ofw is doing she's been doing a lot of things to just keep herself occupied and not to focus on the negative thoughts you know now here's another response from elaine she's a bisexual single mother of one she said i'm physically ill due to the effect of the vaccine but good thing you're vaccinated, Elaine. Nice. However, I was better physically and mentally as I engaged to a regular group workout with new friends. Oh, that's good. As a newbie in the gym, I realize it's not only an investment for the body, but it covers every aspect in life. Yes, including social, mental, and emotional. It will last for three to six months, so hopefully I will become it will become sorry, it will become a routine and my overall being would develop to its positive extreme. Wow, nice. I'm glad you're doing this, Elaine. And yeah, this is something that a lot of people have been neglecting. It's either their mental health or their physical health. If they're doing a lot for their mental health, they just don't pay much attention to their physical health. They should really come together. So please take care of yourself physically and mentally. Now, Elaine said, I have already gotten used to the pandemic and have eventually adjusted. Months ago, I relied, I relied to excessive alcohol and smoke. Currently, my coping mechanism is having a long walk, chat with non-virtual friends, and hanging out in a relaxing place with some good food. Yes, I'm glad, Elaine, that you've changed this. Um... A lot of people turn to alcohol or smoking because for them, it's it's the easiest way to cope or it's the easiest way how they can make themselves better. And I have nothing against people smoking or drinking, but what I'm against at is when it's not in moderation. Diba? Parang katriona lang. Everything is good but in moderation. Yes, that's it. Because again, you have to take care of yourself, not only mentally, but 
physically. Now, here's another response from Rina. She's a mother of four children, and she's a freelancer. She worked in the call center industry for more than seven years before she switched to freelancing. She said, I'm doing way better now than how I did last 2019. It has been a great challenge to survive the financial, emotional, and physical toll brought by the pandemic. When our city was struck by the deadly coronavirus, my husband and I were torn between our family safety and financial responsibility towards our kids. Mm. We were compelled to leave our comfort zones and gear towards a changing career. It was very difficult. Yeah, I see this. This is true to a lot of people right now, Rina. A lot of people have had to choose between safety or money, right? I know we've been telling people to stay home, but at the same time, we know the fact that a lot of people can't just stay home because they also need to make a living outside. So that dilemma really is shared by a lot of people right now. Uh, she said, we're lucky now because we were able to cope with the financial strain caused by the pandemic. Right now, the challenge is slowly getting into the rhythm of this new normal. We are limited not only with the movement, but also with our options to interact and seek help from family and friends. We're doing ways to make our today a a little bit different from yesterday. Mm, Nice. Trying to lessen the redundancy and the boredom of the seemingly unchanging situation. With the kids, we're spending time with them more. Yes, Adrina, I agree. Everyone, you have to make your day a little bit different or a little bit better than yesterday. So this was what I was doing when I was stuck in my job last year. I really just made sure that my today is going to be a better day than yesterday. Okay, then Rina added, It may feel like this will never end, and there are times that you get tired and frustrated because the situation does not change. It pays to pray harder, work harder, take risks, and find comfort in the thought that you're not taking this journey alone. I love that. Seek help, yes. Seek help. People around you may just be waiting for you to call them. And always remember that God sees, God listens, and God moves. That's beautiful, Arena. Thank you for sharing that. I do agree. You see, you're not alone in this. This pandemic has taken a serious toll on our mental health. And I hope you hang in there. I hope. I really do hope. Guys, you really have to have the faith that tomorrow's going to be a better day. And God sees exactly. He knows what you're doing and He knows what your prayers are. And He will do something about it. You just really have to have faith and patience. Sometimes the things that you pray for, they don't come exactly as how you expected them to be. They come in different forms. So you got to keep your eyes open. I really do hope you're hanging in there. You've made it this far. You've made it this far because you're strong and you are loved. Stress should push you closer to yourself and to people who love you. Don't leave yourself behind. Don't. Find the things you can control and do something about it. When it's too hard, ask for help. Change your attitude. Set your ego aside. Count the good points. Make as many positive points as you can in a day. You are capable. I know you are. And lastly, 
no matter where you are right now, you are not walking alone. You are not alone. There are people who are always on your side. And you, you just really gotta believe it. You're capable. Oh yes, you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs>